0: All right, Yerushalayim, like, good morning, good morning, a good in Erev Shabbos. Bar Hashem, to learn, Daf in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh, on Erev Shabbos. The best part, the best part of being in Yerushalayim is Erev Shabbos. There is nothing like it. It's, it's an incredible thing, you know, the last Sabbath brings down. He says by, he says by Sukkis, he said, it's, it's on Sukkis, but he says that some the sweetest days of the year, Rabbi, right, are the days between Yom Kippur and Sukkis, is because you feel a sense of hachona, you feel a sense of preparation in the world, in the in the air, and so the Rebbe says that sometimes the time spent on preparing for something is even more special than the event itself. And I feel like that's the gadlus of erev Shabbos in Yerushalayim. Shabbos, Shabbos is hey, like every, of course, it's even more special in Yerushalayim. But at the end of the day, erev Shabbos, I've often felt is something that you could only truly experience. In Eretz Yisrael itself. So it is a great sespar, Hashem, to Barak able to learn today's daft together here in Yerushan Mirak. Today's daft is Yud Ches. We begin by thanking our sponsors for this morning's learning. To thank our Tamatovah sponsors for the month of Shvat. Mrs. Baraka Strimber for dedicating all the Shurmad in memory of Avram Ben Kalman, Eliezer, Halevi Zikhorno Levracha, Ayal and Sarah Steinberg, and the Sukhosh Rafush Lema for Shulamis Basusha and week of Learning. Dr. Mark and Elsa Lustman, in honor of the Yarchei Kalah, and for Rifuah Shalema for Kol Cholei Yisrael, Amen. and we wel- we welcome Dr. Lustman who's joining us this morning, Baruch Hashem. We welcome Dr. Solomon who's joining us this morning, Baruch Hashem. A lot of doctors like a C we get CME credits for this or something. What's, <laughs> uh, what's going on? The, and, and, yeah, it, it is. But next next year's Yarchei Kalah is not a bad idea, no. by the way. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. All right, with this, let, let us begin. What a, what a sweet, sweet way to usher in Shabbos. All right, so, we'll say, so today's daf is Yud 18. And we are actually, let, let's pick up, if it's okay, just to reorient ourselves a little bit, let's pick up 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 lines up from the bottom on Yud Zion 17B. We, we got a little bit further in yesterday's daf, but I will say, but just to reorient ourselves a little bit, we are dealing with the Shaila of Ravashi. So is dealing with the following case. Remember again, this was the case of the Mishnah. And in the case of the Mishnah, in the case of the Mishnah, the Nazir was standing... No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you need the cup back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's no way I'm going in at the end. Okay. Good. Good, so, the, so remember again, we're dealing with the case of the Nazir of which was the guy who's standing in a cemetery and decides to become a Nazir. So we already know basic facts. Number one, halo chalamaisa, the Nazirus is chal. Right? Number two, the clock does not start ultimately again until he goes ahead and leaves the Besakvaras and undergoes his tara process. Fact three, the last day of his tara process, day number seven, counts as day number one of the Nadir Nazirus. The Shaila, now that Ravashi is trying to clarify over here is, at the end of the seven days of purification, does he require Giluach? Does he require hair cutting or not? That's the fundamental Shaila we're trying to figure out. So the Gemara says as Tashma, Elo Tomaso, Shein, So remember again, we, this was the last piece we did in yesterday's DAF. By the way, isn't it an incredible feeling also to think about where we've done the DAF over the last couple of days? Right again. So we started out with daf in tzvas on Wednesday morning, right? Then Thursday morning daf in maras hamachpela. Now again Friday morning erev Shabbos daf in Yerushalayim. So tzvas, wow. Chevron, Yerushalayim. It's very It's very odd. It's a problem. Okay, okay. Now we're gonna need you to extend your tickets. We're gonna to need to I don't know how that call is gonna go, going to go oh, right? We just need to ah, we should. Yeah next time. time. Yeah. We're the logistics guys. I wanna see the logistics guys in my office after a, three out of four three out of four. Oh, By the way, you understand that what that means? To learn the daft in three out of the four holiest cities in Eretz Snow. Over the course of three days, incredible. So I I only know that the days of tuma, i.e., the days that the nazir is tame, those do not count towards the towards the tally of his ned and me. From where do I know ultimately again about Yimei Chiluto? And I will say, remember again, what's Yimei Chiluto? Remember again, we spoke about this yesterday. Yimei Chiluto are the days of niziros. I'm sorry, of, of tsaras. So ultimately, again, the days that he is observing his saras, how do we know that those days do not count towards his nedin eziros? V'dinu, it's a kavachomer. V'dinu, mayim etumasa carbon. Just like the days of his tuma, ultimately again megaleach, he takes a haircut and he has to bring a carbon, a carbon tuma. Af yemech iluto megaleach umevi carbon. So to the days of his skill, the days of his saras. Ultimately, again, he goes in and takes a haircut and brings a carbon. Fine. And just like the days of Tuma ultimately, again, do not count towards the number of days of his in Zeros. So to the days of his Saras, do not count towards the tally as well. To which, the give one second, the comparison is a little bit flawed. Here's the difference, Rabbi Usai. The days of Tumah, when an azir becomes Tameh, what does that Tumah do to all of the days that he observed beforehand? The Tumah destroys those days, right? It obliterates those days, it abolishes those days. And that's why the days of Tumah ultimately can't count tot, the tally of the Nehde because again, obviously you can't count towards the Neziros if those very days obliterate that which you have observed beforehand. Yet Tomar, Bimechiluto Yet the days of Tsaras ultimately don't go ahead and obliterate the days. Before I remember again, what happens? What, what let's just put a big sticker that says push. That says push. Right? <laughs> It's yeah. so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I spent about five minutes trying to get into my hotel room <laughs> I, because the way the door looks, because it's flush with the outside, right? It looks like it should pull open. I'm ready to go down to the desk. I, I'm not like I, 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 I'm, I'm like being the Medina. What kind of country is this? Like, then no, it's just you push. Okay. Anyway, So, so again, so the, so the Gemara says this. So we make the ultimately. Say, so remember the days of Saras. If the mitzora, if the mitzora, ultimately. Be, sorry, if the nazir becomes a mitzora. So remember again what happens in those days. It's not Mivato that which comes before it. Right. So remember again. I will what happens when you become a mitzora. What happens? It hits the pause button on the Naziros. So the nazirus. So on in minion. Ultimately again. So therefore, I would say I will say that because the days of Neziros. because sorry, because the days of Tsaras do not obliterate what came before it, then perhaps those days should actually count towards the tally of Neziros as well, to which the Gemara says, Amrit, we say, Oman nozir when it comes to the guy who takes the and Neziros ultimately again in the cemetery, roylis, where ultimately again, where ultimately again, literally his hair is fit for cutting, which means that it's a proper Neziros, and yet in Olam Halakh Aminyin, again, those days that he spends in the cemetery, do not count towards the final tally. So in Olam Omen Aminyin, the days that he is a mitzora. Ultimately, again, are not roi le taglachas. I will say now, now, what does that mean? That, in other words, those days ultimately are not fit for the hair cuttings. Ultimately, again, of naziros Zeros. certainly she'olom a minion should not count towards the tally. My love taglachas tuma. Are we not talking about again the hair cutting associated with tumah? Lo taglachas tara. No, ultimately, again, we are talking about we are. All right, by the way, just new dedication opportunities, right? The little, the little cushions for the legs of the chair, right? So, Hebra, two takeaway messages, right? Push the door when you come in, right? And the chairs make a lot of noise. Okay, good. So, I say, so, my love, taglachas, but taglachas, lo no, taglachas, tar. Now, the Gemara says, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the haircutting associated, ultimately, again, with tumo, but rather, we're talking about, again, the haircutting associated with the end of Neziros. This seems to be clear as well. So, we'll say top of Yudchas, these sagaday taglachas because if you think they were talking about the haircutting associated with Tumor, mi ultimately, again, at the end of the days of his Naziros, does he not require a haircutting? Lo We're not talking about haircutting associated with Saras, but rather, again, we're talking about haircutting associated with Naziros so Tashma so, Mosay, so the question is still an open-ended question which is at the end of the day at the end of the day does the Nazir who became a Nazir in the Beisach in the cemetery right when he finishes when he leaves the cemetery observe his, his seven days of Tara right observe at the end of those seven days uh-huh. does he require Taglachas or not that's the fundamental Shailah so Tashma say three, li- three lines are from the top Yud Chesem Dalav so Tashma the, so the Passock says, the Passock says, vitime rosh nizro. So we'll say this is talking about again. The entire pasuk is v'chi yamos mese alav. Guy is in nazir, a is in nazir, and then suddenly someone dies in close proximity to him. U'mese alav pe, pe, Sorry, yamos mese alav b'pessa pit om v'timei rosh nizro. The head of his niziros, literally becomes. I'm just reading the pasuk. The gilach rosh shabiyom taras shabiyom He goes ahead and he cuts his hair or he shaves his head on the day of his purification. On the seventh day, he shall cut his hair. So so say, listen to this. The Timi Rosh what does it mean that, that literally the head of his Niziris becomes Tameh? Bitar Shinitma. So we're talking about a Nazir who was Tar and then became Tameh Akasim Shutan Ha'varas Sear, V'varas V'varas tsiporin. So say, who is the Nazir who requires ultimately again a full shaving and the bringing of bird offerings? That is dafka a nazir who was tahor and then became tamei, and then became tamei. Who does it come to exempt the liftar as hanazir bekever? So I say, it comes to exclude the nazir bekever. also remember again nazir bekever is our case of our mishnah. I say, by the way if you notice. I think so far this is probably the longest sogyu we've actually had in Maseh HaSnozir. If you notice again, the Zermen not nah, like in the Dharim, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Mishnah Yiske, this is actually a longer sogyu. So but everything is referencing back to our last Mishnah, the Nazir Bekeber is the guy who becomes a Nazir literally again while standing in the cemetery. So the Pasuk is coming to exclude him. He does not require hair cutting, nor does he require the bringing of bird offerings. the truth is: the who was tahar and then became tameh, he requires full hair cutting and the bringing of the bird offerings, Mishaya,, shaitan, seya and certainly the guy, so we will say, if the guy who was tahar, and then becomes Tame requires hair cutting, and bird offerings, then what? Certainly the guy who was tamay from the beginning, should require those very same items, to which the Gemara says, tamu lomar, v'timei rosh nizro. We will say, what do we darshan? V'timei rosh nizro means what? Somebody who became tamay. They're both saying, in order to become Tamei, what does that presuppose? What does that presuppose? That you were what? Previously, tahar. So me, about of medaber. Ultimately, we're talking about someone who was tahar and then became Tamei. So we're talking about someone who was tahar and then became Tamei. Such a person will require haircutting, and the bringing of the bird offerings, the liftar ashan nazir bekever, and ultimately again comes to exclude the nazir bekever, that the nazir bekever, Allah khalamaisa, does not require hair cutting, nor does he require the bringing of birds. Shmamina. And I will say, this seems to be the conclusion of the Gemara, and this is indeed the Halacha Ma'isa. That I will say, the lemaysa, Nazir Bekeber, who is the guy who becomes a Nazir literally while standing in the cemetery. So I'll say again, let's just review our facts. So what do we know? Number one, he becomes a Nazir, right? The Nether is khal. Number two, the clock does not start until when? Until he leaves the cemetery and undergoes his seven days of purification. Day number seven counts as day number one. And now what we've established is he does not require hair cutting nor does he require the bringing of bird offerings at the end of his purification process. This stands in contradistinction to who? To the Nazir Tahar Shenitma. Remember again, we have two constructs. We have Nazir tameh, right? Or I should say Nazir, what we call Nazir B'kever and a Nazir Tahar Shenitma. The Nazir Bekever is the guy who undertakes his Nadir Nazirus in a state of Tumah, versus the Nazir Tahar Shenitma, who is a regular Nazir, who then becomes Tameh. The regular Nazir becomes Tameh, what happens? He also observes his seven days of purification, but at the end of those seven days, what does he have to do? Shave his head and bring his bird offerings. But the Nazir Bekever comes out of the cemetery, observes his seven days of purification, and does not require shaving. Or bird offerings, incredible. So man, Tana Who is the author of the following opinion? Following bresa, in Bain Tami there there is no difference between a Tami I will say Tami is our case. Nazir bekever, Nazir bekever, a guy who becomes a Nazir in a state of tumma. So there is no difference between Tami Shenazir, le Nazir Tar There's no difference between what we call a Nazir bekever versus a regular Nazir. Who was Tahar and then became Tamei, right? The only distinction between them Ella she Shenazar. The difference we're to say is that a she Nazar, what we call a Nazir Bekabar, Shvi his seventh day of purification counts as part of his Nedinazirus. And I will say, ultimately, again, a Nazir tar shenitma, which is a regular Nazir, who then became Tamei, his seventh day does not count as part of his new term. That was, we've already established this before, right? So just, to, again, halokhala maysa, Nazir v'kaber, he becomes a Nazir while Tamei, and a Nazir tar shenitma, his tar and then becomes Tamei. Both undergo the same purification process. Seven days, right? What's the distinction? At the end of the seven days, the Nazir Tahar Shanitma ultimately brings bird offerings and full, full shaving. The Nazir Tame no bird offerings, no shaving. Now the Bible says furthermore, day number seven counts as day one of the term for Nazir Bekeber, but it's not true for Nazir Tahar Shanitma. Fine. So I will say, who is the opinion that says that the only difference in these two nazirim ultimately again is is the seventh day that the seventh day counts for the nazir tamei, but not for the nazir Tarshanit Am Reb Rebbe? it's Rebbe, it's Rebbe. am a Rebbe. naziros tara Khala ela Adshmini. because Rebbe holds that Allah alamaisa naziros tara. A Nazirus Tara, a new term of Naziros only begins on day eight. And Bepash, this again Rebbe is talking about over here, a nazir tar shenitma, a regular case of Naziros. You have a regular nazir who then became Tamei. Ultimately again, he doesn't start his new term until day number eight. So day number eight, detain Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi he, because if he says, Rabbi Rabbi Huda, ha'amer nazir setar, meshvi Yehudah dechailah, Rabbi Yossi says, that in fact, say when a Nazir, tar, itma begins his new term, Rabbi Yossi actually holds, that day number seven, could actually count, as day number one, of the new term, so my, my Rabbi, my Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda they will say, so what are these two opinions, what is Rabbi, what is Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda? the Sanya, Pasek says the Kiddash as Rosh Nizro by yomahu. He will say he will go ahead and literally sanctify his head on that day on that day so the Gemara we're talking about the Nazir to which the Gemara says by Yom now what's the Shailah the Shailah over here is remember the Pasek the Pasek is talking about the process when a Nazir becomes Tameh and then ultimately is Mitahir himself, and then has to begin the process anew. So the Pasik says that the nozir, so to speak, will reconsecrate himself on that day. What's the great unknown? What's the great unknown? The great unknown is which day are talking about? Which day? Which day? Shabbos. was now watch this. This is incredible. The sign of Kiddish say that refers all Divy Rebbe. holds that ultimately again this is. This is on the day that he brings his carbonos, The day that he brings his karbanos. Shabbos say, when do you bring your carbonos? You bring your carbonos on day number eight. That's being your karbanos. Rabbi Yosef Yehuda Omer, Biyom Tagla Chasr. Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, ultimately again, it's on the day of your hair cutting. There again. I will say, now again, I just, I want to be clear what's happening over here. This is referring over here to just a regular case of Nazir Tahar Shenitma. A regular nazir, regular nazir, who was tar and then became Tameh. So remember again, Abba say, how many days does he need in order to become tar? Quick review of facts. How many days? Seven days. What does he do at the end of his seven days? Right, bird offerings and hair cutting. So now say, and what else now? What else now? He has to restart his in the zeros. So now we're asking, okay, when do you restart the Ned in the Zero? So here we go. So Rebbe holds, so when does it restart? When does it restart? On the day that you bring your Karbanos, which is when? Day number eight. What does Rebbe Yosef hold? Beyond so Tag Ultimately, again, on day number seven. Actually, if you take a look at Rashi, take a look at Rashi over here, Rashi says, it's almost right across. Yom Tah Shushvi, the seventh day. So we so say, here is the fundamental machlokis. Is it day number eight that counts, or is it day number seven that counts? So it says the Gimara, Vahad Disnan, Nazir interesting case. A Nazir who became Tamay with multiple Tumas with multiple tummas. Now say, now what does that mean? Multiple tumma exposures. This could be back to what we learned yesterday. Remember again yesterday we learned, we'll say. We learned the We learned in the room of Yaakov and Leah yagin Yaginalina. We'll say what did we learn? We learned that just because you're tame doesn't mean you can't become more tame. Right? That ultimately again a person can be exposed to multiple forms of tummah. So what's that, halacha? A nazir becomes exposed to multiple forms of tumah. He only has to bring one carbon. What's is interesting. One carbon from multiple tumas. Man tanet bosh By the way, you understand the has skill not? So the So say the Gemara says. A person could acquire their entire world in one moment. In one moment. a lot of times in life. I have multiple Tuma exposures. Multiple Tuma exposures. Multiple things that are broken, multiple things that are in a state of disrepair. And sometimes I will say, what makes us feel, what kind of creates a feeling of Yeyosh, is when I think that I have to individually correct each and every one of them. And when I think about that, that becomes an overwhelming and daunting task. What is the Gemara teaching me? The Gemara says that sometimes a person is Nitma Tumas harbe. Eno ella carbon say sometimes in life one carbon, one kirva, one act of coming close, one little moment of divegos, one little positive turn could transform so many instances of Tumah. Sometimes if you don't have to ident- you don't have to address every little bit of tummah. So all you have to do is just do one great thing, one beautiful thing, and it could help turn around so much negativity in life. So listen to this. So who is the opinion who holds that a nazik bring a carbon for multiple tomas? Mantana, am rabbi, yossi, tara, listen to this, Shabbat, because he holds that ultimately, again, that naziros, tara, you can begin the new term, you can begin the new term of naziros, Ultimately, again, on day number seven, and we'll say, where could this come up? We'll say, this could happen where a person becomes, a nausea, this is actually interesting, a nausea becomes Tamei multiple times on the seventh day of his purification process. Right. Some people don 't have muzzle. as say in other words, multiple times on day number seven he becomes tummy repeatedly I will say, remember again you don 't bring your carbon until when until when until day number eight. So you have an interesting situation where a person is becoming tummy multiple times on day number seven, so multiple tumas multiple tumas. Without ever really ever had the opportunity to bring his carbon tara, and in that case, in that case, ainu chayiv ela carbon echad. He'll only be chayiv one carbon for multiple tumas. De because if you say it's rebi, Because most remember again, rabbi holds that Allah You could begin the new count for nether nezirus when on day number seven on the number 7 so id the nitma bishwi b khazev nitma bishwi kula to ma it's one prolonged to ma vid nitma bishwi b nitma bishwi and if he going and become to me on shmini on the eighth day multiple times hariyata sashas shas haru have carbon then ultimately again you are at the time you could have been in carbon already so my time is there so let's analyze so what is the reason is maholkes rebi and raviosi <coughs> Ray, what is the yomahu? Rabbi's is holding the yomahu. Ultimately, is the day you bring your kabbanos. Rabbi Yossi is saying the day that you get your haircut. So, where do they each glean their respective sheetas? Here we go. So, my time the Rabbi Amikra the Chiper. Measher love me al ha nefesh the hadar the kidesh rosho. So, says, so the pasuk says you shall atone for him from the fact that he became tamei. Now, say, what does that refer to? That refers to kabbanos. Karbanos. And then it says, Vahadar the Rosho. And then it says that what? Then he will sanctify his head. Whereabout say what does sanctification of his head mean? That means again starting of the new term. So according to Rebbe, the only time you can begin your new term is when? After you've brought your Kabanos. That's why Rebbe says the new term, the counting, will start on day number eight, the day of Kabanos. Im Kayn that's the keys. Let the Posek say, the Kiddish show. Just let it say he'll sanctify his head. Amadezer will Bayomahu, Lamali. Why do you need Bayomahu? Why do I need that phrase? Im Inin they will say to teach me if Bayomahu is not needed to teach you day number eight, Bayomahu must be coming to teach me something additional. What is it coming to teach me? They will say it must be to back up the clock. And Bayomu is coming to teach me that even day number seven is fit for the beginning of the new count. I, have a Rebbe, Nami Haqqsi Rebbe also says Bayomahu. Amr Lacha Rebbe, Hahu Lachi Huda Asa. They will say, the comes to teach me something different. To teach me, L'Omar Lacha. They'll say, by the way, I just want to just mention. I know, I know it may be a little bit difficult. It's been, a, it's, it's been some are saying it's been a tiring trip, right? According, according to some. Hey, so we'll say, so, and it's actually, again, these are not the easiest of sugyas. I just want to tell you something. You know, Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman, it's says something beautiful. Rabbi Nachman says, what do you do, like if you get to a sugya of Torah that you don't understand? What, what do you do? What do you do? So we'll say, this is what separates the Hasidim from the Misnagdim. Right. You know what the Rebbe says? The Rebbe says, it's okay. It's okay. Just open your neshama. Read the words. Read the words. Let them become part of you. And when you come back to the next time in your journey through Torah, you'll understand them better. So I say, it's important that sometimes, sometimes because of fatigue or because of different things, maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm not holding in the same way. Even if that's so, at least, don't zone out. Don't zone out. Feed the words. read the words. I, but I don't understand it. No. Maybe your intellect doesn't understand it. But your neshama absolutely unequivocally understands every single word. And when you ingest that word, you see it with your eyes, you read it with your lips, what you're doing is you're feeding your neshama the highest level of kiddushah. Never think that Torah is only meaningful if you, if you understand, I will say, I, I'll tell you like, all right, I'll say it for Shabbos, but okay, good. But, I will say, but again, it, it's, it's really, it's so important, especially again, again, when you get to a like this, and that feel just even, 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 if, even if you lost me, and I apologize, maybe I'm not explaining it clear enough, but even if you lost me a little bit along the way, it's okay, it's okay, just just still, still hold cup in the words, because every single word that you say ultimately feeds your Neshama. So I want say, here we go, Rebbe, the Rebbe, now, second. I will say second line from the top. Second line from the top. Rebbe, Nami Hakshiv bayomahu. I. What does Rebbe do with Yomahu? So I we'll was remembering again. Rebbe Yosi uses bayomahu to back us up to day number seven. What does Rebbe who says that the new count starts the day number? What does Rebbe do with bayomahu? Rebbi Rebbe says this comes to teaching something different. Rebbe says this comes to teaching something different. We will say that halach listen to this. We will say, so you might have thought based on the pasak that the only way to start the new count is if you brought your karbanos. Bayoma who says no, the count starts regardless on day number eight, even if you did not bring your karbanos. So, say is incredibly important because halach ala maisa, halach ala maisa, maisa, you could have a delay in the bringing of your karbanos for some reason. So you might have thought that the count doesn't start until you bring your Kavanos. No, no, starts on day number eight, even if you couldn't bring your Yehuda. Why does Rav feel compelled to establish a B'raisa like Rav Yehuda? So we'll say, let him go ahead and set it up as a case. Not ultimately again when you became Tomei, Ultimately on day number seven, but maybe you became tummy on the night of the eighth day, and it should be according to Rebbe. Rebbe say the Gemara says something amazing. The law mokim So Rabbi says, the fact that the fact that Rav did not set it up like Rebbe, becoming tummy on day number. Listen to this. I'm sorry. So say says, listen to this. Take a quick look at Rashi on the left hand side, second line down from the top. Listen to this. The Nitma b'lel shmini is a very interesting case. Maybe set it up as a situation where the nazir became Tomei on night number eight. Right, we're trying to set up a case where you became Tomei multiple, excuse me, multiple times, but it would only be high of one carbon, Right, so listen to this. Maybe we should set it up as a case you become Tomei on night number eight. The night number eight. The Thomas Har Be'Ika, Me'chayi van G'netma'a Bel-El-Chas, Ve'chayi maybe Allah what set up is becoming Tommy on night number eight. Or we could call this a situation of harbe tomos, multiple tomos, words, you became tummy consecutively on night number eight a number of times. So I will say, set it up according to Rabbi. You become tummy on the night of the eighth, multiple times on the night of the eighth, so that I have multiple Tumas, but not yet roilahavi carbon. Shabbos say this is incredible. So the Gemara says, Shabbos say this is incredible. This is a different kind of machlokas, which is, they will say, let's take this, let's take Tzara, Nazir um, for just a moment. Nazir, Nazir Tame becomes tar. Sorry. Nazir Tar becomes So Shabbos say, what's the process? What happens now? It becomes tar. Seven days. Good. When does he bring his carbon? Day number eight. They say, when on day number eight can you bring carbon? Day Daytime. So I was say, here's the interesting, Shia. What's the status of night number eight? Is the status of night number eight considered to be a time that's raw for carbon? Now, obviously, can you bring a carbon at night? I was saying, by the way, how beautiful. Don't you feel more connected to the halachos of carbonos in Yerushalayim? Just, just throw me a bone. Say yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, excellent. Thank you. Wonderful. Ah, me too. Me too. I say, so, so it is incredible, because like, when you learn carbonos. Funny you should, ask. <laughs> I mean, you should ask. By the way, I have to tell you, my family is so excited about this. So excited about this. All right, anyway. So I'll we'll say. So now, all in how you package it, right? So I'll we'll say. So. So. Right. My wife thinks she's getting. No, my wife thinks she's getting a that, that, that That's what's. Right. And so I'll we'll say. So. So the main. So the what, what's interesting about this is as follows. So I will say, karbanos can only be brought by day. What's going to be brought by day. So the interesting shayla in all of this is, what's the status of the night before? So for example, I'll say, here's what we know, here's what we know. Halacha so Lamaissah. let's just play this out for just a moment. Nazir tar becomes Tameh, right? So he observes seven days of Tara. Good. So I'll say, now it's day number eight. He beca- Day number eight, he becomes Tameh again. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? So obviously, part one of the halacha as well, what does he have to observe? Seven more days. Rabbi will say, how many karbanos is he have? Two. Right? Why is he two karbanos? Because since he became Tameh on day eight, right? So he's already locked in for that first karban. And remember again, day number eight, according to everyone, who counts as what? The next part, right? The next, and So if he becomes Tameh on day number eight, everyone agrees he's going to have to bring another karban. The will say, the interesting challenge: is, what happens if he becomes Tameh on night eight? And night eight. How do we view that? How do we view that? Do we say, well, night eight, night eight, the Gemara says, night eight is mechusr zman. Night eight is just like day seven. Because since he can't bring a carbon on night eight, therefore, again, it's just as if he became Tommy on day number seven. And if he became Tommy on day number seven, what's your halacha? What's your halacha? Tommy on day number seven. What's halacha? You have to observe what? Another seven days. But how many carbonos are you, Chayiv? Only one. Why? Because said, as long as you're becoming tummy in repeated times before the obligation for our carbon kicked in, one carbon covers multiple tumas. So we'll say, the Shaila is on night number eight, because you can't bring the carbon, is night number eight considered to be like day seven? Or no, night number eight is day eight. Even though what, even though I can't actually bring the carbon, it's still considered to be like day number eight. And if Allah if I become Tabiya night number eight, that generates new carbonic so say Riveting, riveting, riveting Shaila. So what Sayyid Mara says the fact that Rav Chista didn't set up the case that way he tells us that what? That according to Rabbi, It must be that according to Rabbi, Allah which means that nighttime. Night time ultimately again nighttime is considered to be like day number eight already. Even though you can't bring a carbon on night number eight, night number eight is the equivalent ultimately again of Day number 8 We'll say Layla love, Mukhuser Zman Incredible So Amra V'ad Barava Ha so the, is, the truth is They're They're Really Interdependent amrit, layla, zman. If you Hold that Night Number 8 Ultimately Again Is Mukhuser Zman That it Has The Status Ultimately Of Day Number 7 Or Any Previous Day For That Matter So When Does One Become Fit For A Carbon Let's Safra but in the morning, therefore, in Nezirus Namilo Chayla Ad Safra. Shabbos is very interesting. The I wants to suggest that ultimately, again, carbon and the count of the new term are intertwined. So, if you hold that, ultimately, again, so again, if. It's a, I'm sorry, if you hold that Laila is that night time is considered, like, <coughs> night eight is like day number seven. So therefore, again, just like you can only bring the carbon by morning, the new Nehden Azir also only begins by morning. V'amret Layla ain't a And if you hold that Allah night time is not M'chosser i.e. that night number eight, even though you can't bring the, you actually can't bring the carbon, but Aloha, said night number eight is like day number eight, then what? Neziros Taro Chayla Maarta. Then ultimately, again, the new Nazirus ultimately will be Chal by day as well. So I will say so good. This this concludes the sugya, but not not really. We're going to go back, but what I just do want to close out. I will say is our original shayla. What was our original shayla? Does a Nazir bekever require Giluach? Right, this, this is the fundamental shayla. I become a nazir in a cemetery. Right, so we know the process. Right, the naziris is called. I have to leave the cemetery, observe seven clean days. At the end of seven clean days, right? Do I need carbon? Do I need carbon? Yes. No. Right. So I will say, when? does, 50-50, Right. Again, you yeah. got to go on a limb. Right. So I right? right. so, we'll say, so you don't need a carbon. You don't need a carbon. When does my new naziris begin? Day number seven, good. And I will say, what's the child is, do I require Giluach? The Rambam, Paskins, Haloch, Elam, no Giluach is necessary. No Giluach is necessary. No haircutting for the Nazir kever. again, when he finishes his purification process and begins the count. Beautiful. So we'll say, let's go to Gufa, mitma the So we'll say, in this case, we saw a really interesting case. A person, ultimately, again, becomes tummy on the seventh day. Right, So again, because, so again, this is just a regular case in the zeros, right? Guy's a regular Nazir Tar, a regular Nazir Tar. So what happens? He, he, he's Tar, he's Tar, he becomes Tameh, observes his seven days, observes his seven days. Then I will say, now what happens? Now what happens? He becomes Tameh again on day number seven of his purification process. Right? and Nithma B'Shvi, Ela Karban Echad. Ultimately, he only has to bring one carbon. Nitma bishmini, the chazav nitma bishira. if halach becomes tame on day number eight. say, so remember again, what happens on day number eight? What could he do on day number eight? Bring his carbon. So I will say, so remember again, j- j- just to illustrate this again, I'm a Nazir, I'm regular Nazir, Right? I become tame. I have to observe seven days of, of tumme. So now again, I finish off my seven days, and again, I become tame on day number seven. What does that do? What does that do? Triggers another seven days, but here's the good news. What's the good news? One carbon for all of those tumos. But if I become tummy on day number eight, now I have to observe another seven days. And at the end of those days, what do I have to do? Two carbons. One for my first tumor one for my second tumo. To which the Gemara says, And ultimately, again, you begin to count the new term immediately. And ultimately, again, you begin to count the new term immediately. The the says, there's no such thing as multiple carbonos for multiple Tumas. In other words, if you never if you became tummy, you became tummy repeatedly, and you never had the opportunity to bring a carbon for your first Tumah, one carbon could cover multiple Tumas, even if what? Even if you became tummy when? On day number eight. On day number eight. So the Gimara says, Ooh. So I will say ultimately again, if you brought your khatas and then you became tameh, heavy chatas of a nitma may be carbon alcohol echad ve echad. So I will say what about heavy chatas of la heavy asham? I will say what happened if halacha la remember again. I will say the process for purification we're going to see requires multiple carbonos. Let's say a person brought their chatas didn't bring their asham mona. Ultimately, you can count. We and Omer? A-sham so, I will say, Bishal Ryokhan Ram Rokha says, the same way that the Chatas is Ma'akev, ultimately again, the asham is also Ma'akev. Bishtham of the Bishtam so Rabbi Eliezer Amakra, the Kiddesh es Rosho Bayomahu. So, I say, I the position Rabbi Eliezer the Pasuk says, he will sanctify his head on that day. <im> that <sl-sharon> Which means that you, even if you did not bring your carbonos, you could bring the count. Rabbanan hahu af-api ashamo. Rabbanan say that's true even if you did not bring all of your comrades you could bring you could begin you could begin the count. Ela, Rabbi rabishmal hahu lamali. I but what does Rabbi Yishmael ultimately do with that hahu? Amelakha hahu ola. So, Rabbi uses it to teach us that even if you did not bring your ola, you could begin the new count. Kimara says Rabbanan ola lo so, The ola does not require a miut. Why? Daron Ba'amohu. Because we say, ultimately, again, the Ola, out of all of the carbonos is not considered to be obligatory. It's considered to be, uh, it's considered to be, a quote-unquote, a gift. Rebosay, we'll stop over here today with this Sugya. So again, we've introduced a little bit now of a new Sugya, of Halacha Lameisa. What parts, ultimately, again, we'll hazard over this tomorrow, this next part, this last part, I did a little bit quickly. Rebosay, <laughs> but again, what, what is Ma'akev? Ultimately, again, what holds a Nazir back from going ahead and beginning that new count, which Cars, if any, will see that root of that Maclogcus and I will say we'll stop over here let's do a little mesilas you shot him together uh. incredible incredible.